Welcome back to Bootability, a weekly interview series about the amazing ability people have to change our lives and the world if we're brave enough to tap into it. These are honest conversations with people of all walks of life, reflecting on their own bootability, what it looks like, how it feels, and how the philosophy of SGI Nichiren Buddhism, which is based on the practice of chanting Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, can be used to bring it out. I'm your host, Jihi Jolly. Today's episode is about what a daily Buddhist practice can do for you, since this is a question we get quite a lot. For those who are new to all of this, chanting Nam-myoho-renge-kyo is what Nichiren Buddhists do on a daily basis once in the morning and once in the evening. It's especially important in the morning because how you spend the time before you start your day can completely transform your entire life. Our guest today is Rory Arnoud, who practices Buddhism in San Diego and has been able to totally change some deep struggles in his life by chanting to win over himself each morning. When he started chanting, he was dealing with a lot a challenging relationship, emotions that drove him to some unhealthy coping strategies, and dreams for his career that he wasn't sure how to fulfill. Through chanting, he was able to change all of that and more, and he started to see himself differently. He had more courage, more confidence, more wisdom, and he eventually started a successful construction company. All this just by waking up a little earlier each morning and chanting Nam-myoho-renge-kyo. So if you could just, you know, share your name, um, kind of where do you live and what do you do? Yeah, so my name is Rory Arnoud. Uh, I'm 32 years old. I live in San Diego, California, um, southern San Diego, California. We're actually um, in San Diego. Uh, we border uh, Mexico, Tijuana. So the drive to Mexico from where I live is only five to ten minutes. So you're could be in a completely different country within minutes. So, yeah, um, born and raised in San Diego and and Mexico, TJ, because I do have family um, in Mexico. So, yeah. Just so we can get to know you a little bit better, could you share kind of around the time that you started chanting nam myoho kyo and practicing Buddhism, what was going on in your life? Like, what did a day in your life kind of look like? Yeah, this was in my early 20s. Um, and... Basically, the reason I decided to, you know, give this Buddhism a try um, is is really because of a relationship, you know, like I was in a relationship and it was, you know, taking its toll on me and, and we eventually broke up, but I was really chanting to to be happy, you know, and then uh, then stro- financial struggles started to kick in um, and, you know, I was I was stopped because I was uh, drinking and driving twice. And um, and this took a really, you know, a really hard hit on finances. You know, obviously I had to pay fines. I had to do programs. Um, and, and uh, you know, being, you know, in my 20s, you know, I wasn't having, I didn't have like a huge income, you know, so I was struggling to pay that. And then I started living alone uh, so then rent, rent became an issue. And then, um, and then I, I, I really, you know, kind of started chanting kind of more sincerely and more like determined. 
Uh, and I, and I, and that really started kind of really, um, shifting, you know, my perspective of like, you know, how I should live my life. And then also one of my coworkers at the time was, was really struggling emotionally. And, and he would express to me, you know, like, oh, you know, like I feel so, so depressed or, you know, I don't feel so good. And I told him, you know, you have the potential to, to do anything and change any aspect of your life. And this is me just really really beginning to, to, to take my practice more seriously. Um, and I feel like, you know, the, the crazy thing is that this coworker, you know, being working at this company for six plus years before I left, he, he actually had an accidental suicide oh, and wow. yeah. And, and that was very heartbreaking for me because, you know, I encouraged him every time that I could, you know, I actually, because he didn't have a car, so I I would you know take him home. I would you know t- give him a ride home, and he lived really close to where I lived too. And then receiving that news or learning about him passing away, it it really you know like it it it, it was a hard kind of reality check because it just it just really you know gave me that hard hit. You know, like wow, how important it is, and and it, and it really took me back to when I started practicing because I was emotional as well. I was struggling with, you know, like I said, finances and relationships, and 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 you know, problems with the law. Um, so you know, being able to break, you know, through the all these challenges, you know, relationships, emotional, and even addiction actually, um, because I was able to incorporate this Buddhism into my life, it really gave me that determination and a sense of responsibility that, hey, I have to be responsible because, you know, I caused all these, you know, I caused all these things to arise in my life. You know, mm-hmm. my prior actions to these challenges arising in my life, you know, not being able to to um, nurture my relationship led to breaking up, you know not being able to deal with my emotions caused me to fall into addiction and drinking. And then obviously that's how I, 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 I got in trouble with the law, got my DUIs. And then, you know, being able to see this perspective of like, wow, I have caused all these things in my life. You know, it wasn't just things that, you know, Oh, you know, Oh, what did I do? Why is all this just happening? And then now realizing that it just made me feel like I have to change this. You know, I have to change all these things. I have to confront all these things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 a pretty incredible story, and that's also, yeah. yeah not many people really see the kind of um, mm-hmm. depths of life up close like that, you know. Like, yeah, I just I just think you know, like life's so short to begin with, and that we should never hesitate to to really you know seize a moment to to encourage another person to like you know extend a hand. You know, like it was, it was tough, you know, like I've never experienced that in my life. You know, like I seen this person for six years, every day, almost every day of my life, you know, like he became like my brother to a certain extent. Right. And, and, and to just like one day, just know that he was gone like that, that like really shattered me. And especially because, because I was encouraging him, you know, like I was encouraging him to, to, to like, to to have courage that he can do it you know like i just really wanted him to to be happy he actually 
was buried in, in Baltimore, Maryland. And I flew out there and, and to see his like casket, I was like, never again. You know, like I never want to lose another friend. And that's why I have so much appreciation for this practice because it, it has allowed me to help people, encourage people. And, and I know it's because I've been able to have this awareness of taking responsibility for my life and appreciating everything that I have and don't have. Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing that. I know that's mm-hmm. so personal, but, and I'm yeah. so encouraged just by what you said about sometimes when people witness that kind of thing, they can just lose all hope in everything. Mm-hmm. And to be able to then just decide, like, I'm going to be a person who, who tests how much I'm capable of, because that's going to let me believe in everyone else's life that much more and like take better right. care of other people. It's just so incredible. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yes, thank you. Thank you. So just to back up, I, I'm trying to, I, I want to go like a little bit step by step for people who want to mm-hmm. understand a little better. So, you know, in Buddhism, the concept of winning in the morning and winning mm-hmm. every day is so emphasized, right? In Estrian Nietzsche mm-hmm. in Buddhism. So I'm curious, looking back to this time when you were kind of on this um, roller coaster mm-hmm. of not so good decisions that were kind of mm-hmm. making you feel stuck, what what did you, what was going on like inside you? Like when you woke up in the morning, kind of where was your head at back then before this yeah. transformation happened? Um, you know, I believe, you know, like, you know, really incorporating this, this practice in the morning, uh, really, you know, like I, I honestly, you know, it's hard to get up in the morning and go to work. I think everybody can relate to that, but it, and it definitely is easier to stay in bed rather than to, you know, get out of bed and go do your own thing, you know, or do go to work or whatever it is that you have to do to get your day done. And incorporating this practice in the morning is what really began to make really big changes in my life. You know, I began to be more positive. Um, I, I, at work, I really started to really, you know, really change the dynamic, you know, was definitely super positive. You know, that was the, the big, the big first thing. So, um, you know, like I said, I was dealing with addiction. So just think about me going to sleep like high or drunk or whatever, you know, you're not waking up so great, you know, you're, you're just grog, super groggy. So you're not really motivated to really get up too fast, you know? So you, you kind of crawl out of bed and it was just like, I, I can't explain how bad it is. Like, it was just like, wow, you know, I don't like this, you know, like, and obviously like I had, I had problems, you know, I I was like emotional and I didn't know how to deal with these emotions. So going to bed and waking up this way, it only made me spiral down even, even deeper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That Uh, makes sense. Yeah. Do you remember then? So like after you started chanting and starting to Mm -hmm. started trying to incorporate this kind of Buddhist Mm -hmm. practice into your routine, Mm -hmm. do you remember any morning where you were like, Whoa, I feel different. Yeah, most definitely. You know, I think the the first thing was that I, I wanted to stop doing drugs or or, or or slow down my drinking. I just like it was like this fog, you know, this fogginess in my mind in front of me that it wouldn't let me just live the life that I wanted. You know, it was like blocking me. It was really not letting me vision my life. And 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 when I started chanting, I was like, OK, this is it. This it made it so clear, you know, this Buddhism made it so clear for me that you need to change this, you know, like you need to change this because this is what's really hindering you. This is what's really stopping you. And um, I've actually been drug free for seven years this year. 
So, wow. you know, and, and even, you know, starting to get serious with starting a company, I was thinking like, how am I going to run this business? I'm only going to sink myself even deeper in my finances, you know, like I'm not going to do well, you know, if I'm, yeah. I'm not, if I'm not thinking straight. So like really this practice made it really clear, like, oh, wow. You know, like it, I made this realization, you know, like, wow, I need to really stop this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about work. So what I'm hearing, right. So here's this person that like starts out with all of these kind of financial difficulties that are kind of weighing you down so much that you are really just not facing your life on a daily Mm -hmm. basis. And then you start practicing Buddhism and now, I mean, you run a company, you said your day starts at 4am, which is, you know, such a huge difference. So, so -hmm. tell me about like, what, how did you get from, from there to here? What were you doing work-wise and why did you want to start a company? What do you do now? Yeah. Yeah. I think beginning to really know like the value of my life, you know, and, and how capable I can, you know, I can be. It really gave me the the confidence and determination because so many times I wanted to just give up. I really wanted to throw in the towel and I'll explain why is, is with my business. The challenge was it's a family owned business. I always wanted to start a business, but I didn't know what. And, um, my dad was actually a welder and and he encouraged me to start welding you know so i graduated high school and I, and i went to welding school for for like a year or so and i became a certified welder uh so i i learned the trade uh but i never really thought of like this is what i want to do maybe i even had the thought of like oh i'm too good for this right but he was a big pusher my dad has always been a huge influence in in my life and a and a huge person that um continues to push me and push me and push me so he's like, let's let's start a company. Let's let's start our own company. Wow, that's yeah. a really courageous decision to just start a company yeah. with your dad. It was. It really was. So um, I have an associate in computer drafting and design, mm-hmm. and I was working for an engineering firm that designed life support systems for. And what that means is actually filtration systems, like water filtration systems, for aquatic exhibits, for aquariums marine parks and uh i I was actually the firm that i was working for let me they let me go they're like oh we're we're slow we're gonna have to let you go i was like all right cool whatever and and that kind of was like perfect timing you know like oh i'm gonna get my contractor's license i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna be you know i'm gonna become a a specialty contractor and um and so i started studying and then i got my contractor's license in 2013 and this, the firm called me back to go to, to go back to work for them. So I was doing, I had a full-time job at the firm and a part-time job with my company. Mm-hmm. So that was the challenge there too, where I was kind of really managing these two things. And then it got to a point where it was like, I have to really manage it now, like a hundred percent. I quit, I quit the firm and then I started just going at it. And, and now, you know, fast forward to for years, you know, we've grown so much. Um, we've been able to make, you know, quarter of a million dollar growth every year. And, and I, and I truly feel, you know, like, because I've, I've been able to just win over myself every morning, you know, sincerely, like this is, this is for real because I didn't, I didn't, you know, in these four years, I didn't just get to like, 
where I'm at from day to night, you know, like it really took me this determination. Like, you know, if I, if I want to succeed in my company, like I need to be able to win in the morning with my practice, you know, like I really need to incorporate it. And first it started off, like I would wake up at six, you know, and, you know, incorporate my practice. And then by seven 30, I was in the office, but then things started like the dynamic of the, of the, of the company was way too, too fast or way too different that I needed to adjust. So I actually needed to wake up earlier in order to meet that dynamic change for my company. And that eventually became five. And then it just had to become four because I really had to like chant in the morning in order to really like first win over myself and then get motivated to like really take on the day. And, and you know, sometimes they don't, some days don't go too well. And at the end of the day, when I come home, I feel okay. You know, I feel satisfied even though it was a bad day because I know I did my best. You know, I know that I, I gave it my all, you know, and that started by winning in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it really sets my tone for the day. You know, what is, what is for someone who doesn't practice Buddhism or they've never chanted before, mm-hmm. can you kind of explain like, what do you mean by winning in the morning or like what, how does chanting yeah. work for you? No one, no one is really telling you like, Oh, you're the best. No one's really, you don't have a personal cheerleader per se, you know, like no one is keeping my positivity for me. No one is doing that for me. So it's up to me to keep myself positive, to keep myself um, motivated, to keep myself engaged, you know, to keep myself determined. You know, that's completely my, my own my own thing, right? So what this Buddha, Buddhism has allowed me to do is, is do that for myself. It re- gives me that reassurance. It gives me the confidence, you know, by applying this practice. And, you know, this practice... You know, when you really begin to deepen your understanding, you know, it's really about knowing the value, the worth of your life and knowing that you can bring it out, you know, that you possess it, you know. And even if you don't believe in it, you know, this Buddhism teaches you that you have it inside and you can bring it out and start to believe in it, you know. Mm -hmm. And really, really, you know, that's what keeps me going. And that why this practice is so amazing because that's what it does for you it helps you continue to to keep this rhythm even when you're forced into difficulties and this is why i do it is because it keeps me positive it keeps me motivated it keeps me determined because it's not an easy thing to do on your own yeah yeah totally hearing you say that just made me think like it's so encouraging how clear Mm -hmm. it is that like you really believe that, like you really experience it because, you know, yes. we read things all the time about how important it is to be optimistic or have a positive mm. attitude or do your best. But it's mm-hmm. a different thing to actually feel it like right. in right. yourself and in your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, so then I'd love to ask, you know, just to illustrate a little bit more. Um, how do I say, like, why do you have to win every day what are you up against let's put it that way like what's the what's the the tough stuff that you actually are facing on a daily basis because we all have our own version of it so yeah yeah so not only is just getting out of bed obviously super (laughs) early and um, i'm tired already from the from the previous day you know 
So um, what am I facing? First and foremost is, you know, I have a shop where we have, where we store our tools and our trucks and, and we do our fabrication. So first is, you know, obviously getting to, to our shop. And the first thing is obviously my employees, you know, like everybody's in a different life condition for one, you know, um, the logistics of our day, you know, what we're going to are going out to face, you know, like already kind of thinking ahead, like this is what we have to do and already having kind of a mindset of like, this is how I'm going to, you know, go about my day in order to get the day done. And when I say what am I, I'm going to do, I, you know, actually we do structural steel fabrication is what my, my company focuses on. So I have to actually install like columns and big beams, like structural that support buildings or, you know, infrastructure. Right. So, you know, it's not, it's not easy. And so you're really thinking, you know, your employee safety, you know, that they're ready to work, you know, that you have kind of like this plan game plan. So there's already, you know, some things that I'm already kind of up against and that I have to be thinking, you know, and I have to make sure that I have everything that I need for my day. Like it could be bolts. It could be like, you know, materials, you know, stuff that I I need to to complete my day. Right. And then another thing is my dad is the president of this company and he's a very, he grew up real hard, you know? So he's very strict with me. He's very strict. So, that's why I, I have to be a step ahead of him. But sometimes, you know, I, I mess up or I make mistakes or, or I'm not ready. And I have to be ready to kind of just be compassionate and, and, and patient with him and to really hear him out and, you know, not, and not and let just one person be upset and not two persons be upset. And this is why this is what I said earlier about business with family is just like more personal is it's more emotional Mm -hmm. and you know there's friction and i'm already dealing with this at 6 a.m you know like Mm -hmm. i have to deal with my employees i have to deal with my dad i have to deal with things that i need in order to complete my day and there's been times where i'm just like damn i just like want to like not be here right now you know i just want to go back home you know or i'm over this you know like i quit (laughs) Uh, but I've been able to really like get stronger and stronger, you know, in the sense that I, I'm able to deal with it. I'm, I'm steps ahead, you know, I'm, I'm ready for the day, you know, cause obstacles and challenges, you know, and, and, and mistakes always arise in construction. So you have to be able to adjust quickly and being able to think on my toes, you know, like, all right, well, if this doesn't work, like, let's do this. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, like being able to bring everybody home safely, yeah. I mean, yeah. it almost sounds like a movie, like to go from a guy that like didn't want to get out of bed and was doing drugs to like someone who's responsible for that many people. Is there like any principle or like something from Buddhism mm-hmm. that keeps you motivated? Because it kind of sounds like you see yourself very differently mm-hmm. now than you used to see yourself. So I actually um, was watching like this mountain biking video. And one of the guys that was on, the, you know, you know, professional mountain bike rider, he said, only those that go too far know how far they can go. And I honestly have been living my life on, on that. Like, I want to know how far I can take it. And it's, and it's not necessarily about money, but I really want to know how capable I am. And that's what keeps me going. And this, this practice, you know, our, our theme even for this year, you know, is raising capable people. I want to know how capable I am myself as well, you know, as and, and I want to be able to, to actually 
you know, to, to teach others and, and to, to help others grow in their life as well, you know, and that's who, where my employees come in, you know, but um, yeah, I think that's a huge motivator for me is like, I want to know how capable I am, you know, and, and the second, and, and it's probably the same, actually, probably first even is I want to be an exemplary person in society. Like I want to be, like I, w- I want to be able to just, you know, for people to to see me and be like, wow, look at this person. He he he's like, you know, humanistic, and he's able to do these things. You know, like run a company, and and help people. You know, um, be able to help people. You know, like in their lives, motivate them, encourage them to to really, you know, be the best version of themselves. Right, and and and. I really feel that my practice has been able to teach me this, you know, or I've been able to learn this through my practice, you know, that I want to know how capable I am. You know, I want to be able to know how far I can go, you know, and, and, and before, you know, not, and, and, and I feel like this comes from valuing my life, you know, and, and also valuing others, you know, and respecting others because it's, it, I feel like it's a, it's a, it goes hand in hand, you know, it's one and the same, I feel, you know, because you learn the value of your own life, then you understand that this other person's life is valuable as well, you know? Mm. And, you know, because you're capable, because you're able to, to do all these things, then this person is also able to do these things and ca- being able to ca- be, be capable and succeed in their life, you know? Mm-hmm. So you really, you know, being able to look deep inside oneself is what helps you see the value and the depth in other people's lives. So that's what keeps me going, you know, how far I can go. And, and, and I just want to be, like I said, an exemplar, exemplary person in society. You know, like I really want people to just be inspired by just like me. And I don't want to sound arrogant or, or, or whatever, but just even in my presence, you know, like I want to be able to inspire people like that, you know, like, and, and if, you know, be able to have a conversation and be able to, to really extract these qualities of people and, and be able to encourage them, like, you can do this too, you know, you are capable as well. So, yeah, like being able, being able to know how capable and how far I can go and being able to, to help others is what keeps me going for sure. Yeah. And my family is, is, is huge, obviously. And, and I'm sure for every, a lot of people, family is a huge driver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really love that. I mean, like how do you how do you figure out what you're capable of, you know? Mm-hmm. How many people ask themselves that question? Right. Right. Yeah, I think it's 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 I think it, everybody should ask that question like how far what how, how much can I do in one lifetime, you know? How yeah. much can I succeed? How happy can I become? Looking back now, if you had to give advice to your younger self, like the one who mm. didn't want to get out of bed and was really just struggling with yeah. you know, money and relationship, all these yeah. things. Um, what would you say? Yeah. First is not to not be so hard on myself, for one, and that I can do it. You know, no matter how, how, how hard the situation seems, that I can, I, can, I can overcome it, you know, and that I have to win over my lesser self, my negative side, my, my, um, disparaging side, you know, like I, I, that, and 
yeah and and pretty much that you know like um that that no matter what as long as you continue to to work hard and 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 like continue to have faith that everything is going to be absolutely fine now looking back i feel like i just got into this victim mode mentality you know like i always kind of was like oh like like I'm, I'm not strong enough, or I'm not good enough, and and I tell myself that now, actually, that hey, I have faith, I ha- I have this practice, I'm I'm gonna be fine no matter what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many things in life that can be big blows to our confidence. Mm-hmm. So to have a way to recharge yourself every single day, it's like yeah. a superpower. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, the, our our mentor, um, you know, he says taking the first step. Is what gives you courage, courage to take on the next. Mm. So, I, I I I engraved that in my heart. Like seriously, like I've been able to accomplish so many things and so many goals that every time they just get bigger and bigger because it's like, well, if I if I did this, then I can do more, or I can do bigger, better things. So they just continue to the mind my mind just continues to kind of grow and expand you know like i just i don't i don't feel like i'm limited by anything now you know like for people that are going to listen to this i just i just want them to to really feel that they can do anything you know and 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 it, and it starts with really knowing that they have to take full responsibility for their own life and 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 it might seem like oh like that's so easy or it just sounds so weird but it really in reality like when you begin to really think about it that way, like, it's like, I'm responsible for this, you know, like I, I am responsible for, for, for the personal things in my life, you know, in every aspect of my life. And, and another thing is appreciation. You know, if if you really develop appreciation and gratitude, like that's, those are, those are the things that are going to begin to change because you, you begin to really open up, you begin to see things differently. You begin to feel compassionate and, 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 and patient and, and just, you know, just really opens up a whole another aspect to life, you know. So here are a few key lessons from today's episode. Winning in the morning, in other words, starting your day by giving yourself the time to chant and really determine to do your best that day, can open up parts of your life that you've never even experienced before. In essence, that's what bootability is the courage to face the day ahead, the wisdom to take action towards your dreams, the compassion to hear and support people around you, and most importantly, the happiness that comes from feeling like you're doing your best and you have yet to discover what you're capable of. As always, check out bootability.org for resources on how to chant and everything else you might wanna know about starting your own daily practice. And if you have questions or suggestions for topics, don't hesitate to get in touch at podcast at sgi-usa.org. That's it for today, and we'll see you next week.